and welcome to another episode of Season 2 of Cohort W. I'm your host and current Warrant Officer Historical Foundation Fellow, CW5 Leonard Mominy. In today's episode, my incredible guest will share some personal and professional experience, mentorship, and insight as a Senior Warrant Officer in the U.S. Army. The Senior Warrant Officer will then examine how their insight should ultimately influence action, development, and education within the greater cohort. The conversation this season is directed at leader development, talent management, and what the senior warrant officer is doing to support the Army for large-scale combat operations. Finally, all Cohort W guests will have an opportunity to share a favorite anecdote from their career as a senior warrant officer. Today, I am joined by the Deputy Commandant of the United States Army Warrant Officer Career College. Thanks so much for your time today, sir. Thank you. Good morning. Can you share with the audience uh, a little bit about yourself? Hey, yes, absolutely. So my name uh, is CW5 Julian Antoine Evans III. Uh, I am married. I have a few children, a couple of grandchildren. I love to golf. I love to exercise, sandy beaches and just nature in general. I've been in the Army uh, about 28 years and I've been a war officer for 20 years. So. Sir, what uh, what is your MOS, uh, your MOS title, and then also uh, your current duty position? Uh, yes, I'm an electronic missile weapon system technician, uh, the moniker 948 Echo. I am the deputy commandant of the United States Army Warrant Officer Career College. Well, your daily work as the deputy commandant, what does that involve? And... Uh, how does that work serve to the betterment and support of the warrant officer cohort and the Army as a whole? Uh, Leonard, I definitely appreciate that question. And just really to put it in context, uh, as the deputy commandant, uh, I really monitor the acculturation of our newly assessed warrant officer candidates. Uh, and I serve as the key stakeholder uh, for improving those mid-grade and those senior-grade officers as they matriculate through our uh, education and training system. Uh, USAWALK is the flagship for one Officer PME, and our learners broaden their knowledge, skills, and behaviors through a systematic learning experience and connects with the, their operational assignments. So as uh, it uh, becomes uh, uh, apparent in in our army, the warrant officer is important. And so that education that we provide uh, to the cohort is important as well. So what are some of the specific initiatives or focal points regarding leader development and talent management that you would like to communicate to uh, the warrant officers in the cohort? Yes, I definitely want to just really focus on that, the former part of that, uh, excuse me, uh, leader development. And so our focus at the, the career college is really the leader development. And so as we look at the initiatives on the horizon, uh, the modernization of warrant officer PME 
is truly the precursor for uh, Army Transformation 2035. Uh, the idea there is with the shift in the direction of where the Army is trying to go, uh, if we don't change, we become ineffective and irrelevant. And so that Warrant Officer PME modernization really gets after uh, building an education system and a learning continuum so we are more agile, flexible, and relevant uh, in order to employ our KSBs in a tactical or technical situation that meets the Army's demand as we get closer uh, to the initiative of Army Transformation 2035. And uh, I, I'm curious, and I'm sure they are too, uh, the listeners are too, um, how do these initiatives and focal points all start to coalesce in uh, education and training, specifically with large-scale combat operations and multi-domain operations? Yes, that I think this is probably uh, <laughs> this is a very uh, great question. And so, just to really put it in context, as we look at uh, our uh, coin environment, environment which we've prepared for for several uh, several years. Our uh, previous insurgencies uh, largely took place in rural areas. However, with the, the trends of uh, growing populations and urbanization, uh, the relevancy of coin remains. However, with the technolog technological revolution and information age, our non-state actors uh, has an increasing ability to conduct multi-domain operations and a complex urbanized, uh, irregular uh, warfare. So ultimately, this will change how we fight and the composition of our forces, thus requiring a forced change of how we educate and, and train our war officers. So our classroom becomes really the pseudo think tank where, where our student learners can bring in a problem and we can use uh, certain things like ADM, uh, MDMP, .milpf to really help them understand how to solve the problem and to contextualize uh, how we need to look at the problem as we as we think about LISCO and multi-domain operation. Now, what education or training, uh, and, and be it technical or common core, do you see as being relevant and impactful to the development uh, of, of the warrant officer? And can you explain why you feel this way? Yeah, so absolutely. And just, just to conceptualize uh, this just a little better, there's really th th uh, three things uh, that comes to mind as I look at the Army transformation and, and whether technical or comical, what's, in, what's important, how do we employ it, what's our approach. So there's three things that really jumps out, and it's our requirements. What are our needs? Uh, secondly, hey, do we have the, the right complement of, of, of MOS's branch uh, support to really get after uh, the mission that's at hand. So we need to look at divesture of, of, of people and equipment. And then thirdly, the technological advancements. Uh, those are the really the three drivers that's really driving the education and uh, training uh, requirements. So as warrant officer leaders, uh, we need to continue to improve our KSBs uh, through the operational institution and the, the self-development domain. And so for USAWALK, our focus is really on that common core. So as we look at the Army learning areas of leadership and in the Army profession, mission 
command operations and training, we really try to to to, to put things in those categories. So as our student learner uh, comes through our programs and our course offerings, we're able to give them something that's that's relevant and impactful, so they can take back to their their operational formations and employ this newly found or broad knowledge uh, in order to help their their organizations and their leaders out. Do you see the role of the Army Warrant Officer changing as uh, our Army transforms to meet the challenges of of, uh, Army 2035? I love this question because today when we look at the the Warrant Officer, the Warrant Officer really has various roles and, and, and really twofold. They're, they're utilized in a hybrid role or utility role. And I think that really gets after uh, the Army utilizing them to, to accomplish the mission. But as we, as we transform toward this 2035 uh, uh, transformation, I, I think it's, it's, we need the roles will get back to the, to the roots of, of who we are uh, being more specialized. So if we look at things like uh, multi-domain operations in LISCO, uh, the warrant officer role needs to be very specific. So as we improve upon those responsibilities, I think we'll be more effective in those, uh, those war fighting function in those spaces uh, and places, the operational environment in which we will, will have to, uh, uh, we'll have conflict and we'll have to do the Army's mission. What sort of challenges do you see uh, for the warrant officer cohort during this transformation? Getting it right. And so I preface with that statement by saying uh, we have to ensure that as we forecast and, and look at our sessions, goals and targets, that it's not about ones and zeros, but it, that it is more linked to the, the talent and measured against our modernization efforts. Uh, so as we re, uh, create our needs against the available pool, we need to stay on pace with, with variable change. And so the, the biggest challenge is, 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 is do we have the right available pool? Do we have the agility and flexibility to shift? Uh, and, and, and that may mean uh, for a period of time, we may not cess a certain MOS group so we can so then they can be the bill pair to improve and to accelerate uh, a, a different MOS and a different formation. So as these formations will change in transformation, I think it's going to be very uh, I think it's going to be uh, very particular of how we how we assess. But the challenges therein change in formations uh, are, are great. As the Deputy Commandant of USAWAC, what is your role in ensuring the Warrant Officer Cohort is prepared to advise and help ensure the success of their commanders in the future? Uh, first and foremost, it's, uh, you know, our, our position is to ensure that education is timely and made available to our student leaders. Uh, we need to model, model their education uh, offerings representative of their assignments in their KSBs. And so as we look at how our student leaders uh, can help their uh, commands, uh, the complexity of, of having 17 branches in a litany of MOS makes it really hard to really box in and to make a single point of how we how we need to approach our education and training. But if we can get after uh, the timely education, 
uh, the relevancy of the education as we bring them into the classroom, I, I think we'll have the opportunity to prepare them to go back to their commands and help out uh, their commands in their organizations in, in that leader advisor uh, role uh, that's inherent to two of the warrant officers. Um, what would you say to a, uh, a CW3 or even a CW4 that uh, is somewhere in the ranks today and uh, aspires to someday rise to the position that uh, you currently hold? Yeah, so so right off right off the bat, you know, broaden uh, your army knowledge be, beyond the status quo of your MOS and the assignments that you have. Really embrace the the genre of educational opportunities and improve uh, professionally and personally. Uh, truly become a life uh, long learner in every facets of army doctrine, policy, strategies, plans, and operations. Uh, these will broaden their understanding of the 17 branches in the litany of MOSs. So because it's walk deals with MOS in material, to, if, if this is the job that they aspire, you really have to understand uh, the Army at large. Um, it has been said <clears throat> that experience is the best teacher. Now, as uh, both a CW5 and senior warrant officer, especially one uh, serving in such a, a – a visit, visible position, um, you know, you, you've probably experienced your fair of success and, and even failure. Um, what sort of success or failure have you learned the most from? Yeah, that's that's a great question. And, and you know, in my career, I've had I've been very fortunate to have a diversity of assignments and positions. I think this has broadened my perspective uh, on looking at the Army enterprise at large. I found a lot of success through the really through the ecosystem of uh, explicit and tacit knowledge gained through experiencing those assignments. Uh, me personally, I am very intentional about learning what I do not know. Uh, there's a book as I think about the question that I think is very valid in, 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 in this point, a uh, book called Atomic Habits. And there's a point in premise that says goals are about results. Um, if you uh, that you want to achieve, but we need to build systems uh, of processes that leads to those results. So I'm always looking at not just meeting the next goal, but building the right system uh, to improve upon those strengths and, and weaknesses. So uh, when it comes to failure, recognizing uh, whatever those blind spots are and improving upon those, so you can be uh, more agile and and you can be more broad uh, to help uh, your organization. Do you have uh, an interesting or formative anecdote from your career that you would like to share with the audience? Perhaps it's funny, inspirational, but it, uh, it, it influenced your development as both an officer and a senior warrant officer. <laughs> yeah, I, I have one. And this is, this is, <laughs> this is one that has really shaped my my career. Uh, and I'll start off with the quote. Uh, there was a battalion XO I had and his quote to me is his very statement, very, very deliberate statement. He said, uh, no matter how great your stats are, your sum total will represent the team. And so here it is. I'm a, I'm a, a young, young W2 uh, aspiring to be something great. But, but I was more about being selfish 
more about being focused on uh, how readiness look and about getting getting the numbers. So I was less I was less capable of dealing with uh, some of those junior leaders. I was more about making them look bad and not intentionally, but that was just the result of, of me grooming and growing into my one officer role. But he told me if I spent more time cultivating the teammates around me uh, versus making them look bad, then then I could improve everyone's readiness. And it was in this moment that I learned humility had more influence than arrogance. And so I would offer to this audience, uh, humility definitely has more influence than than arrogance. But but as a as an individual, uh, especially uh, a technician, a warrant officer, we need to do more reading, listening and watching things that will help us improve. And so if I had to leave anything uh, of 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 point to to improve our cohort, it would be we need to improve in every facet genre of learning that we can to improve the cohort. It has been so great to hear senior warrant officer talk both doctrine and share mentorship with those they seek to serve. Thank you so much for your time and uh, sharing how a senior warrant officer's leadership in not just the branch, but the cohort can ultimately contribute to meet the doctrinal requirements for both the current and future fight. I would also like to thank everyone for listening. Uh, for updates on Cohort W and the Warrant Officer Historical Foundation, please follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Simply search for at WOHF1918 or simply search Warren Officer Historical Foundation. Finally, to learn more about how you can support programs like this, please visit warrantofficerhistory.org. Cohort oh,